is I want to do everything I've never done. I want to see things I've never seen. Including skydiving. If you want Marty to skydive, comment down below. If this gets five likes. No, 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 no. If this gets 50 comments below by 50 different people, then I will go skydiving before the year. All right, fam. Share this with your friends, and then we will Terrified. do we will do another one showing Marty's experience in the podcast. And the only way you get to see it is if you get fifty of your friends to subscribe and comment right, on this I, video at any point in time. All right, you know what? I'll do it. As soon as I'm gonna be watching this video like a hawk. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Chris. We are Talk Hard. <laughs> Edit that part out. No, 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 no. No, if you could have, if Chris could like throw it in there. Anyway, it's, it's a great thing that you, ladies and gentlemen, don't see the outtakes from this. Oh, jeez. And the amount of stuff that Chris Cobb has probably on us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, welcome to the show, guys. Welcome to Talk Hard Podcast. That's we right. are live in New York City, downtown, at the Times Square. Can we go to, like, London next time? Oh, yeah. We should go to London. Okay. We'll record in London next time. Yeah, we'll be in London next week, guys, so stick. you're not going to want to miss that show. My name is Marty Norman. I'm Brian Gordon. And this Still. is Talk Hard Podcast, and we like to talk hard about a lot of things that you Lutely. probably will get uncomfortable with. Uh, yeah, sometimes. Not today. We're here to motivate you. We're here to inspire you. We're here to let you know that you are not alone. And... We're probably going to call you dumb quite often. Well, okay. In all fairness, you are alone if you're living a miserable life. Oh, no, probably not. Miserable no, they're, they're definitely alone. Okay. All right. Well, they're not with us. There may be a lot of people around, but they're all alone because they're unable to live in their own current space. So that, in my opinion, makes you very lonely. Well, I, I'm going to have to say that you're not in my circle. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the lonely life. <laughs> no, it's just like, so we went on a vacation this weekend. <clears throat> Yes, you did. I saw that. I saw the post. So much fun. Go check out Brian Gordon's post. He's so living much fun. it up. He's living life. You have to. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, it's just one of those things where, like, it's funny because somebody was like, "What's the secret?" And I was like, "There isn't one, really." Like, what's the secret to what life? Yeah, happiness. Like if you ask most people what the secret is, they have no idea. Yet the secret is built inside of all of us. I've read the book. And it's crystal clear. I read the book, The Secret. Like, everything you want is in your mind. You know that book was originally written in, like, 1956? This is nothing new. Oh, yeah. Like, we've been doing this for a long time, and the only people that have figured it out are the people that have actually bothered to try. So, so where'd you go? Where, where was you at? I saw you guys. It looked like you guys had a great time. We went family. to Lake Michigan. Had your, you had your people there, your yeah. family. Yeah, you know? we went to Lake Michigan because family, you know, COVID and all these things happened. And so nobody's been able to really do much. And so her son's missed out on some things and son's got a girlfriend and, you know, um, mom recently retired. So we just said, Hey, you know, let's go treat the family to some fun. Right. Like I don't, I don't, I saw you out on a boat. Yeah. Rented a tritune. A what? It's a tritune. So there's a pontoon and there's a tritune. So tritune has actually like a third pontoon in the middle. Uh, it, it, Breaks the water better. It actually has a nice little curve to it when you turn. So towing people is a lot more fun. Like they're upwards of sixty thousand dollars, and there's a reason for it. Oh, we should get one. We should I, get one for our I for our so new too. cabin. Yep, that we have now. <laughs> we. <laughs> well, good man. It's just the thing. Like they talk about the secret, and there isn't one. Like everybody's like, "What's the secret? What are you doing different?" I'm not. I'm not doing anything differently except for everything you should be doing. Everything you want to do, I'm doing. Yeah. 
because it, uh, there's no secret to it. I'm just doing it. Like, it's right here. You have to change the way you think about things. You could go biblical with it, right? What you reap, you will sow. So if you reap <laughs> negativity, guess what you're going to get? Like, you, they've gone through this whole entire process multiple times in these books, and it's not a secret. Well, first and foremost, I think living, I, I'm, I'm getting older. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 43 years young. No, I'm 43 years old for sure. I got it. Um, and I'm getting older and I'm starting, I think, I think a lot of people start start thinking about life and like, holy crap, like 20 years just went by. Mm-hmm. Just 20, the last 20 years just flew by, you know, and I've been in recovery for eight years. And, and in that eight years, I've, I've done a lot of cool and met a lot of amazing people. Absolutely. You know, and I, I've done a lot of really cool, like, traveling and seeing things and tasting foods I've never tasted and, and partaking in things that I've never done. You know, that's kind of my goal now. Like, so I'm really looking at life as this journey now, especially since eight years in recovery, I've changed my whole perspective on things, but I'm really starting to look at things and know in my heart that, any day and you know people when people die close to me or people die that i know like it really makes you step back and say crap you know i just saw that dude a week or two ago mm-hmm. and everything was good and bam he's dead he's gone Kerry v says act as if you were gonna die today and, and i get that I, I i'm starting to understand that life is too effing short mm-hmm. we not you know and this is so bumper stickerish, but life is tomorrow's not promised like, stop. I feel like I'm finally getting somewhere where I can stop thinking. Because we, we vaca- look, vacations are the American thing. It's an American dream. We take a couple, two and a half vacations a year. Well, I'm saying F that. F that old mindset of two and a half vacations a year. I'm saying take 15. And I don't mean something that's going to cost you $5,000 or $10,000 to take right. a vacation. Yeah, like we vacation um, from Friday night to Sunday night, and probably right? and you you did like, it at a probably could have did it at a bare minimum five hundred dollars, a thousand dollars tops. Yeah, you know no, we definitely didn't, but <laughs> you can. Yeah, but I'm saying you absolutely can. Like, well, here's the thing: like if you were to ask a genuine person, put it like, what is happiness worth to you? Most people would say it's priceless. Okay, so you will then never make enough money to buy happiness based on that actual <laughs> analogy. Right? That's <laughs> all it takes if I just had this, this, and this. I'd be happy. Not, but that's the truth, though. Yeah. Happiness is priceless. Yes. The only way to attain something that is priceless is inside yourself. That's the only way to obtain it. The only thing that I'm doing differently is I am not thinking or worrying about the stupid crap. Yeah. Every time somebody wanted to go to dinner, okay, I'll Let's buy do it. it. Let's do Let's it. Let's go. Where do you want to go? Yeah. Oh, I want to try this. We pull over. Come on. Let's do we it. We may hate this. I don't care. Let's go try it. Never know. You never know. And that's the thing is, like, I, I, I go to restaurants I've never been. Yeah. You know, I if somebody mentions something that I have never done, mm-hmm. I'm like, besides, I can't, everybody keeps mentioning, and side note, everybody keeps mentioning uh, skydiving. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll do anything except skydiving. I can't. Just put a bleep right here and just picture all the words that I could say. That is one of the most freeing experiences. Dude, everybody says that. It's only scary so until you jump. And then you don't have a choice but to enjoy it. Do you enjoy it? Though? Yes. Do you like World The Coast? first time I, I ever did it, it was you- like way too high. 
military environment, and you they made us do it at night because it was making people freak out and pass out. So you can like just see lights. So see, freak out and pass out. You That's see what I'm saying? When you're that high and you jump out of a plane. <laughs> well, what are you jumping out? Like typical, what, what twenty thousand feet or something? Fifteen to twenty. Okay, fifteen to twenty thousand feet. We're talking per- like well above thirty, where there's like no oxygen, kind of a situation. Yeah. That's what makes people freak out. Well, yeah, that'll do it. No air. <laughs> well, like, you have a you have an air mask on. Like, oh yeah, that that tells me we should do this. I need an air mask to jump out of this. We can't just go lower ten thousand feet. <laughs> if you jump out of a plane at fifteen to twenty thousand feet, the only thing they tell you is to remember to breathe, because most people will forget. Like open your mouth because people are so afraid because you're going so fast. To open your mouth, but you have to breathe. I feel like a bug will fly in there. No. <laughs> You know how high up you are. What bugs fly at 15,000 no, feet? Bugs we never heard of. Oh, geez, they're called birds. <laughs> <laughs> and even they A don't fly A bird will fly in my mouth. Oh, my no, God. I, honestly, though, I, I'm terrified. But to get back to the subject is I want to do everything I've never done. I want to see things I've never seen. Including and, skydiving. And, if you want Marty to skydive, comment down below if this gets five likes. No, 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 no. If this gets 50 <laughs> comments below by 50 different people, then I will go skydiving before the year. All right, fam. Share this with your friends. And then we will <sighs> do we will do another one showing Marty's experience in the podcast. And the only way you get to see it is if you get 50 of your friends to subscribe and comment All on right, this I, video at any point in time. All right. You know what? I'll do it. As soon as I'm going to be watching this video like a hawk. I'll do it. It's going to hit 50. I'm going to jump on the internet and book a skydiving gym. I guess you got the, the front opening to this uh, this intro to this video, Boom. Chris. But getting back to the point mm-hmm. is like life is too damn short. And I think we all live in this world where we work all week and we wait for the weekend. We work all year and we wait for vacation. We we do all this and we wait for this and we wait for this to happen. And we're going to do this and we're going to do's and we're going to do's and we never do's. Right, I, I, I want and and the fifteen vacations a year is just this going on to the lake for the weekend. Yep, I don't. And for me, going to the lake, maybe it's a different lake I've never been to. Maybe it's got some cool stuff, some cool trails, some cool hiking. I don't care. That is a vacation for me. And if you can do, like I say, do that every weekend. We literally winterize our trailer right before it starts to snow. <laughs> <laughs> like we're watching the weather and we're like, eh. It ain't that cold. Just throw on a few more sweatshirts. You'll be fine. Yeah. Like that's, but living, you have to living life. I Um, will go. So we keep our trailer at my parents' house and I will, me and my wife will literally go over there and stay in the trailer on my parents' property just to get out of our house and kind of hang out with them and just like do a little campfire and campfires. Like who cares? Right. You don't have to go somewhere and spend a bunch of money to get away and relax and have some fun and try new things and Whatever it looks like, we were inventing games this weekend. We were doing all kinds of fun stuff. That new TV show Password just came back. It was like in the fifties or sixties or seventies. I don't know when it was. I have no. Betty idea White did is. really good on it. It was old. Oh, Betty White was yeah. on it. Oh. Like was a star in it. So clearly, it was kind of old. And so <laughs> she was a star last couple years ago. <laughs> but I think this is my a reminder to y'all, and, and uh, this is completely. Not premeditated at all. I think this is a reminder because he's got me on this point of every weekend you should be doing something with the people you love. Every day. 
Okay, okay, but that's you know people's gonna come pull back to that. There's cool. Gonna be, we can't do that. We can't. I gotta work. I gotta work. I gotta work. I gotta pay bills. You know, and I get that. With that attitude, <laughs> I'm on vacation every day. I enjoy what I do. It's hard sometimes. You know what? I embrace that. I go home feeling sore. Like I accomplished something today. Okay. I'm excited about it. Because what is the other option? Pissed off, depressed, anxiety, like <laughs> quote unquote. You know what I mean? Like that's the other option. So what do I? I get to choose how I show up every day and how I lay my bed, my head in my bed at night. That's I. That's my choice. Nobody yeah. can take that from me. No matter who you are, no matter what you do, no matter what happens in my life, I get to choose how I wake up and how I go to sleep. And in between, that is mine. Period. I think a lot of people get off that because they say you made me do this, you make me feel this way, you make me you 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 you. Right? If I could make anybody do anything, I would be filthy rich because I'd be making all of you give me all your money. That's what I would be making you do. Uh, I wouldn't be making you feel a certain way. I'd be making you hand me your paycheck. Why? You're saying you don't care about their feelings? No. <laughs> but, no, I don't need to think about well, that, that at all. Like, well, that's the thing is I spent so many years in addiction. I spent 20 some plus years in addiction just mm-hmm. not doing anything with my life but this Groundhog Day just every day was the same. It mm-hmm. was scratching and crawling to try to get better, to try to get well. And, you know, when I got sober, I, I, I don't know, this thing came over me. Like, I, 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 you know, I tried to get sober before. I would get bored and I'd go back out. I'd get bored and I'd go back out. Well, this time was different. I got I got sober and I was, I just, this light inside me just lit me up, this fire. And I was just like, there's no way I sp- I, I'm getting sober, going through all this just to sit on a couch, just to work, you know, and, and just to barely, you know, I, and I did, don't get me wrong. I worked and I barely paid my bills for, for a long, mm-hmm. long time. And I barely made it. And I've scratched and I crawled and I grinded and I didn't stop. And I showed up early and I stayed late and I, you know, I, I did all those things, but I be, I'll be damned. If I'm going to sit on a couch today and just waste this rest. I don't know how much I got left in life. Right. I don't know how long I got. I, I refuse to be miserable. I refuse to be around people who make me miserable. Mm-hmm. That's why I choose my circle. And and, and uh, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but you do have the choice to choose who you want to be around. And I promise you, if you hang around negative people, you're going to be negative and if you hang around positive, uplifting, inspiring, motivating, pushing, and prodding you type of people, that's exactly what you're going to be. Thousand percent. It's exactly. There's no way around it. Yep. It's it's it's, you know, it's I forget the word of it. it's it's physics basically. You know. It's, oh, for sure. Chris, um, will you kick the fan on? And edit. <laughs> it's okay. They can give a little bit of the the, the behind the scenes. It's okay. Um, I love well, what yeah, you're saying about life, like babe. you're no you like. You, the words, I mean, we should make it a bumper sticker, your choice, right? Now, and you can go pro-life with that. You can do whatever you want with that. But everything is your choice. Yeah. Period. Nobody understands that. I didn't understand I that. think the biggest thing that made me different was that I always made it my choice. Don't tattoo your face. Okay. <laughs> my choice. Don't touch that. It's my hot. face. Okay. You know, like, that was, I think that's kind of the way I'm wired. Like, you can't. Tell me how I'm going to experience something. Yeah. Period. It doesn't make sense to me. 
You're going to tell me what I'm going to feel when I touch that. How do you know if I have nerve endings on my hands? Like, you don't know, and neither do I. Out. So I got to figure this out. Well, if you're anything like me, I had to figure it out twice. You know? <laughs> like, did that really hurt? Touch it with my top, and sure. then I turned my hand over. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. That but that's hurt. what I mean. Like, it's it's... You learn through pain, you learn through pleasure, you learn through all these things in life, and so many people get high to escape it, right? And you think you're actually escaping it when the only real escape of any of that is death. Yeah. That is just the truth. If you don't like it that much, then I'm sorry. Buckle up, Buttercup, because it's about to be a bumpy ride. I like how you said experiences, too. Like I feel, I feel life is nothing but an accumulated experience. Every you know, decision you've ever made is led you right to where you are right now. Yeah, and and a lot of people just want to, you know, and myself included. Like I never thought that any of my problems were the of my own making. You know, as victim of circumstance, victim of, of of this and that, and the cops. You know, the cops would leave me alone. I'd be fine, and you know, just all these different victim mentality mindsets that I had. And when I finally got freedom. And I finally started seeing the world for what it is and people for what they were and who I was as a human and how I could react or not react to, to said people or situations. I, my life really got, I, I, one word, freedom. I, I got to, you know, I, I have a default mechanism inside me that everything that goes on in my life is my fault. Whether it be good or bad, it is my fault. And the reason I do that is because I can if it's my fault, I can fix it. Mm-hmm. If it's my fault, I can I can adjust and make changes and make choices and make, you know, switch it up a little bit. If it's my fault, I can fix it. But if it's your fault, I can't do nothing about it. Mm-hmm. So therefore, anything that's your fault is out of my realm. It's your fault. That's your life. That's your deal. Okay. But in reality, but, everything, no matter what, like everybody can be like, well, they did this to me. Okay. You still chose to show up there. Yeah. Everything's your fault. Like you can't. Everything. Everybody will try to find a way to blame someone else, and we've talked about this before. I'm tired of the blame game. Relationships. Everything is like, drug oh, addiction. You, you made me do this, or I, you know, it was your fault, or all these things. And when you can get out of that space, like I was recently in that space. I got into it with somebody, and as it was happening, all these excuses and rebuttals were coming into my head, and I was like, nah. That, that's just my ego. It's right. flaring up right now, and I'm going to now prove you wrong, and that's not the point right now. Where's I just that, want to be heard. Where's that get me? And if you can hear it and understand it, great. If you can't, I'll deal with it. It'll be okay. Well, one thing in recovery it taught me too is I have the right and, and the ability nowadays to let you be wrong because I'd never had that before. I had to make sure that you knew I was mm-hmm. right. I had to make sure that everybody in the room knew that I was right and I was superior and I was this, right? And that was, like you said a second ago, that's ego. But <clears throat> recovery has really taught me to let you just be wrong and it's okay. I don't care. Well, the funny thing is, is the theory behind right and wrong in reality is that it only works in scientific equations and math. <laughs> okay. Well, I have the ability to let you, how I perceive things. I don't have to put my perception on no, you. No, for sure. That's what you I'm saying. I mean? is that's, that's the point is like. I perceive this as the right I or wrong I perceive this as right or wrong. However, I'm now saying your perception. Is wrong. Is wrong. Yeah. And we don't know how. And so. Part of where I was going with some of this is we got to learn people's languages. And I don't just mean love languages. That is a good one to learn. If you're out there, get the book, Five Love Love Languages. It's great. Um, It'll really help you communicate and understand people. That sounds so, yeah. 
Marty needs it the most. Mm. So if this gets three still, likes, uh, Marty I, will read the book. I'm still calloused quite a bit, guys. I, I, I'm a man's man in the, in the love languages quote, go unquote. farther than relationships is in a spouse. No, I you get can learn it. a lot I, about I coworkers much, yes. from understanding their love languages, right? Yeah. But it goes deeper. Like people speak language in my world. The way that I have learned to understand people is you got to understand that negativity is a language. People speak negative and they have a habit of doing it and you can see it in them and everything about them is negative and so you know their outcome is going to be negative so if you're coming at them with too far of a positive side they're not going to understand it you've got to walk through the negative into a positive but you've got to meet them in their language and then kind of pull them into your language i was gonna say because i have tried negative by calling them you, you're a negative person. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't work either. No, that's just defense. <laughs> that the, doesn't work. Like, you are an extremely negative fight. person. No, it's just like if they're in that space, walk them into that space and then ask questions. It's kind of lead by Like, example. why does this appear this way to you? Because I'm seeing it differently and I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. I just want you to walk me through it. And a lot of those times with just a little bit of comfort and energy coming from your side, they'll, they'll just they'll, they'll gradually drift to your side of the fence. There are people that speak trauma. They don't understand what. He's such a good dude. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to to understand you. He's one of the people that that made this quote, a bumper sticker. (laughs) We speak or we communicate to understand, not to be understood. Mother (laughs) effer, you need to understand what I'm saying, bro. And I no, do. He's it's so just right, like though. he's right. This whole there's so like I watch this crowd and people are like, how are you so positive all the time? And I'm like, because I understand you. Yeah, yeah. Because I get you, and it doesn't offend me anymore, right? Yeah. Because I, it's it's there's a there's a little bit of empathy that's going on. Like, man, whatever you're feeling must hurt, and that's gotta suck because I don't have to live there. So what can I do to to let you walk yourself onto another side of a platform and just explore for a minute? You don't have to live here. I just want you to see what it's like. Come, come, just, water, just, the just water's come on fine. over here. Yeah, the water's fine. Just come hang out on this side of the fence if you want to do grass is always greener. My grass is green and the lawn is mowed, flowers are great. There's no mosquitoes. Like, I, it's I, amazing I, over here. I put fertilizer down, <laughs> right? <laughs> he just saying I craft in the lawn, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. there's just this, this realm of people. And when you can allow space for grace, don't give somebody you're not willing to give, right? If you want forgiveness, you got to be willing to forgive first. This isn't a competition, that's just how you have to look at it. You have to be the willing to forgive first. Forgive yourself for the situation you're in. Forgive the other person for whatever they're going through. And understand they may not have done it intentionally. And most of the time, people are not doing things intentionally. Most of the time, out of, out of habit. You it's know. a bad habitual nature that we live in. It's been brought up from years and years and years of whatever that looked like in their childhood. Probably, probably survival mode in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. You know, being in survival mode and being on defense all the time. Being, uh, you know, put down and, and, you know, always being, you know, having to be on defense is, you see people like that a lot, like, especially in the recovery world, you, 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 you want to call somebody out for, for a behavior or an action or something they did or didn't do. And they'll immediately flare up and be in defensive mode. And it's really, it's really, that's something that's really hard to get somebody to, uh, to, to, to see about themselves and become Mm -hmm. aware of is like. Like right there, you just did it. Yep. I said something to you, and you flared up, and you got defensive, and you got bucked up on me. That is not a good character defect, and it's really hard to grow within yourself when you're not able to take constructive criticism. 
So what is constructive criticism? I love that. What has worked really well for me in these situations, like when I'm coaching someone, is when I see it rather than me call them out, mm-hmm. I just pause and say, "Tell me everything you're feeling right now." What is going? Close on? your eyes and walk <laughs> me through your shoulders, your heart rate, mm-hmm. the heat, anything. I don't care. Just tell me what you're feeling, mm-hmm. and they will quickly go into like this. They can. They get it. Like Holy I'm feeling crap, defensive, I, I'm and you're angry. like, okay. Holy so why do you yeah. feel this way, right? And you let them walk themselves through what that looks like, and a lot of times they'll just relax. And that's what my therapist does a lot. Like, my therapist will never say anything. She'll ask me the questions and make me answer all of my questions. That's <laughs> As she does. She'll, <laughs> she'll basically pull it out of me to where I come up with the conclusion on my own with her guided that is the question. most sustainable Motivational form of coaching question. and therapy that you will ever get because you cannot fix someone else's problems. The way that you do it is you allow them to fix themselves. Yeah. Because everybody in this world is capable of fixing their own problems. They're actually the only person that is capable of it. I agree with that. I could give you a roadmap to success. I could literally draw it out, tell you if you did this on this day and this many times and this much. If you're not in the right mindset to do that, it won't matter. It won't matter. None of it will matter. I was talking to one of my relatives earlier and was talking about this money and these things. And I was like, if, if in your mind you are not ready for that and, and if all you're chasing is the money, then you're going to be very, very tired because you're going to start yourself on a path where you'll start to see money and then you will believe that it's the chase that is causing it and you'll never stop working because you're so afraid that if you stop, then it's going to go away. And that's not sustainable. We're not built to live like that. You're just going to be in fear. You're going to be high tension. You're going to be a jerk. Like all these negative things come with that because you went into it the wrong way if you're in your mind like i deserve this i'll get this on my time i'll get this my way this is my life money is just a byproduct happiness is a byproduct of all those things once you are in control who i used to say that then about- you get to live like me every day <laughs> <laughs> i say that too like happiness is not something you chase it is it is a byproduct of something you acquire while doing something you love, you know, whatever that may be. And I guess the point of all this, the whole podcast here is, is take the time to enjoy life because you don't know how much more you got left. Absolutely. Take the time to enjoy the people that are in your life that are good quality people, you know, brothers, sisters, family, <clears throat> relationships, whatever you have. Like, take the time to enjoy that because... Honest to God, like this rat race of life will get you so caught up in, and, and, you know, that's what we're, con- it's consumerism. It's, it's, I have to keep up with the Joneses. It's, it's, I have to have this and need this to be happy. And I have to go do this to be happy. And the truth is like at the end of all of it, it go, go talk to some old people in a nursing home and ask them what they regret, you know, and I bet you come out of that, bet you come out of that, that, that con- those conversations with a brand new outlook on life, you know? Oh yeah. You know, just ask a 98 year old man, what he, or woman, what they regret in life and what they wish they would have done. And I guarantee you it's not going to be, I wish I would have worked more. It's not going to be, I wish I would have made more money. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be those things. So almost <clears throat> every conversation I've had, I don't know if they were 98 cause at some point they kind of lose coherence. <laughs> um, most of the conversations I've had with elder folks, when I said if there was one thing you wish you had more of. What was it? Time. Can't get that. Actually, That's you can. It. And it's time because they spent so much of the time they had doing the things that they felt they needed to do 
until they finally understood <clears throat> I don't need all this. Yeah. Like I'm dying and there's money just going to my family that will probably get wasted by my grandkids and like they won't appreciate it because that's not what they care about either. Like my parents have said to me things about, you know, well, this is what's going on when we pass away. I go, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care who's, what the house is going through. Like, you do whatever you feel is necessary. Don't do it because of me. That is not why I'm doing anything in my life. I call you every day. I check on you regularly. I'm here for you. Not because, well, when you die, I'm going to get your house. <laughs> that's, not, that's not why I show up. Uh, I think the time thing, too. Like, mm-hmm. no matter what, you have 24 hours in your day. Mm-hmm. Right? And I don't think it's more time. Like, if they're saying that, they're like, I, I feel like they probably meant something along the lines of with that 24 hours, I would have spent more time doing this Mm -hmm. or that instead of this wasting my time and my thoughts and all my precious time on all this frivolous stuff that didn't mean nothing in the end, Mm -hmm. you know, cause like I said, this rat race that we all get caught up in eventually, you know, at the end of it all, like none of it matters. None of it does. None of it matters. It's, it matters the impact that you live, leave here on people's lives and how you affected them. And that means your children. That means your kids. That means your, your, your relationships. That means your family. That means the people that you've come in contact with. My, my you know, that's thousands and thousands of people that I come in contact with every, every year, right? And how do I affect them? Do I affect them in a positive way or a negative way? That's what's important. When I die, what are people going to think of me? And, and, and how are they going to think of me? When is, I die, will I be remembered? Yeah, and, and what, in what light will I be remembered? Is well, most negative people are just forgotten, right? Like, if you <clears> didn't have an impact, you were forgotten. Like, if it was negative, it's like, eh, unless you were like Hitler. I mean, I'm not going down that <laughs> road. I definitely had an impact. <laughs> right? You know? You know what I mean? That's what I mean. Like, what will your legacy be? Yeah. Right? Like, and that's I don't, I have zero I don't care kids, what people think. Right? I don't care what people think. That is kind of important to me. I have zero kids that I'm aware of. And I have a stepson, which is awkward to say because he was like 18 when I met him. 17. <laughs> um, but, like, I technically have zero kids, right? Right. I guarantee people will be talking about me 50 years after I'm gone. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. I'll make sure of it. I'm going to make a plaque of you. <laughs> so he thinks I'm going to make a tomorrow. statue. He's going to have 50 years. I'm going to have... Oh, I, I will. <laughs> I got 50 years left of life. Um, I got you. I, I'm going to make a statue of you, just so you know. You and Chris Cobb standing yeah, next to each other, holding hands. <laughs> so here, I want to leave everybody with this. This is a great way to leave this one. I, I love this podcast. This is why I like flying off the cuff sometimes, because this banter that me and Marty... This is just a genuine good relationship that we have, and we understand each other, so we can do this banter back and forth. But yeah. Here's a 30-day fun challenge for you. Uh-oh. I want you to act as if oh, I'm Hold actually... on. The last time I had to do a challenge, it was cold showers every morning. You should morning still be doing that. For 30 days. So when you do the challenge correctly, like I did, I'm not saying that yours was wrong. I'm just saying mine was correct. My perspective is I did it right. <laughs> I still take cold showers is what I'm saying. Uh, weirdo. <laughs> Here's a 30-day challenge. Act as if I'm a genie and you have literally one wish. Okay. That wish is, what do you truly desire? Family, relationship, love, money, whatever it is. You really get one. This can change your life. This is the 30-day challenge that can actually change your life. Okay? You get one wish. What do you want? After you've gone through the rat race of writing it all down and getting it down to one actual thing, write it down on a piece of paper. Okay? 
You're going to repeat that, that statement that you're making. I want to have this and this is why. Okay, you have to give it a why. You got to give it a reason. I want this and this is why. You repeat that self before you go to bed 10 times. When you wake up, don't repeat it. Just read it. And then you build a plan as if failure is not an option. What can I do today to get closer to that? Do that for 30 days with an honest, genuine show up every day. Put in every ounce of your energy that you have into that thing and what it looks like. Making a plan, getting excited, doing these things. Focus on it. Focus on it. Focus on it. If your life hasn't began to change in 30 days, you did something wrong. Do it again. How many of us going to do it? I wish for enough money to buy happiness. <laughs> he did it wrong. <laughs> oh, thanks, Chris. All right. Well, I'm going to have to think about what that one thing is. Leave some comments, okay? Tell, Please, us, tell, tell, us, us. tell us. You don't have to tell us the exact thing, but give us like a, a spectrum because I don't. It's like a. It's like a mantra. I don't want to know exactly what you want. That should only be for you because what you really, truly want and desire is already inside of you. You just got to find a way to get it out. Hmm. All right. I want to see in the comments below. Give us Give a little bit me. of first things off the top of your head, what they might be. Uh, Chris said he wants a Lambo. So money and happiness. <laughs> if you like I said this, one, but if you like this show, guys, please <laughs> subscribe, send it to your friends. Absolutely. We love you. Thank you. We'll Thank see you, you next guys. week.